0: Each year the Wyoming Catholic College senior class chooses one of its members to deliver a speech at graduation. The class of 2023 chose Miss Emma Hermanson. This is the after dinner scholar from Wyoming Catholic College and I'm your host, Dr. Jim Tonkowicz. Before coming to Wyoming Catholic, Emma went to a classical high school in Colorado under the shadow of the Rockies, giving her a love for the mountains, and giving her a love for the classical tradition. At Wyoming Catholic College, her favorite part of the curriculum was the humanities track, feeding her abiding love of literature. After graduation, Emma will be getting married and then beginning her work as a high school literature and writing teacher this fall. Here's what Emma had to say at graduation.
1: Your Excellency Archbishop Aquila, Chairman Powers, President Arbery, Board of Governors of Wyoming Catholic College, esteemed faculty and staff, alumni, friends, families, and dear classmates. Let me just begin by saying that it was unbelievably hard to write a commencement speech for our class. We are all so very different from one another. Both in class and out of it, the ways that we talk, think and generally express ourselves very quite impressively from person to person. And so when I look back on our years here, it is hard to see moments when we have all spoken, thought, and generally expressed ourselves in the same way and at the same time. In the process of composing this address, I had to throw out several beginnings and even an entire draft that just didn't fit our class. I was struggling to find a way to address our class as a whole and address each member in it. And so I kept ending up with a fragmented collection of cliches, pious phrases, and cheap words. Not a commencement speech. So desperate for some help, I turned to my classmate Sophia for some advice. And she reminded me that this great challenge of ours, our sheer difference from one another, is also our greatest strength. At first, it seems like this would be an extreme disadvantage to the educational experience as a whole, and especially to the writing of a commencement speech, which, after all, is the kind of thing that is generally supposed to unify our collective experience at the college, make us all feel bonded and generally triumphant, and send us off on our various paths with a secure sense of the oneness we all share. However, after further reflection, I don't think that kind of speech is exactly what we need to hear now. Yes, we still need to somehow perceive a wholeness to our experience and our community, but I I don't think that the true communion we share is necessarily typical or easy to describe. I realized in my dilemma that I had been trying to find our class's lens, our single unified way of viewing the world and everything in it, when that single lens doesn't really exist for our class. This may sound a bit cheesy, but bear with me. I think we are more like a kaleidoscope or a stained glass window than a single pane of unbroken transparency. Our class is a composition of diverse and vibrant shades of color glass of all shapes and sizes, all filtering the same light to create a beautiful mosaic of color, which would be impossible through a clearer pane. We each have a distinctive slant to our vision that makes our particular perspective of things essential to the composition of the whole picture of our intellectual striving over these four years. And this makes each one of our class discussions a work of complex art. Since the beginning of freshman year, and much more skillfully now, our class has been able to put together all of the images and hues which color our own vision to piece together a work of wonder that is wide and diverse and does have a mysterious wholeness to it. It has made every discussion of a text more rich, and more deeply saturated with each of our personalities. We have come to know almost too well (laughs) each person's passions, strengths, beliefs, and particular capacity for understanding the world. So as I spoke with Sophia the other day, it became abundantly clear to me that the thing that brings us all together, that makes us able to have deep conversations that keeps us all tightly orbiting around the same wonders of the curriculum is reality itself and the fact that we are all in love with it. The wonderful thing about this is that it is not so much the way we see things that unites us, but what we see. Because of this, we have a peculiar grounding in the real, which, as far as I can tell, is relatively unique among the classes. It is this which has made us most together, most one, most whole as a class. Our acceptance of our own particular vision and our appreciation for the sight of each one of our members. So I wanted to illuminate this capability of our class with some piece of the curriculum that illustrates the way we have come together and the fruit of our years in one another's company. Of course, coming from my particular section of the stained glass window of the class of 2023, that piece had to be from our wealth of poetry. Now, it is true that we as a class have never been particularly prone to the temptations of romanticism. We are mostly realists, or at least aspirational ones, and this realism often presents as a sort of melancholy. And perhaps that is because all of the overwhelmingly real things to which we have been exposed over these years. Two years of COVID-19 and its heavy effects, losing over half of our class and enduring through some rather turbulent years of the life of the college. This is not exactly the stuff of halcyon dreams. But thankfully, as we have come to know quite well, especially through senior humanities, not all poetry is saturated with romantic idealism. And as I neared the end of my search for the right poem for commencement, I very nearly settled on the line, which I think has been the most quoted of this semester, from Yeats' second coming, things fall apart. <laughs> we have spoken this line to one another in all kinds of scenarios in class, in conversations between friends, in laughter and in tears, as we have experienced things breaking and coming apart in great ways and in small. And yet, our experience has not been simply the falling apart of things, though it has been that. But it has been the glimpse of something radical and real beyond the broken pieces. It is precisely in this experience of the broken and the beyond that we graduates of the class of 2023 have become what we are. Thus, my search for a line for this day came to rest instead with the final poet in the Humanities 402 curriculum, Richard Wilbur, and his poem, Love Calls Us to the Things of This World, which you all have in your programs. He writes, the eyes open to a cry of pulleys." And spirited from sleep, the astounded soul hangs for a moment, bodiless and simple as false dawn. Outside the open window, the morning air is all awash with angels. Some are in bedsheets, some are in blouses, some are in smocks, but truly there they are. Now they are rising together in calm swells of halcyon feeling, filling whatever they wear with the deep joy of their impersonal breathing. Now they are flying in place, conveying the terrible speed of their omnipresence, moving and staying like white water. And now, of a sudden, they swoon down into so wrapped a quiet that nobody seems to be there. The soul shrinks from all that it is about to remember, from the punctual rape of every blessed day, and cries, Oh, let there be nothing on earth but laundry, nothing but rosy hands in the rising steam and clear dances done in the sight of heaven. Yet, as the sun acknowledges with a warm look the world's hunks and colors, the soul descends once more in bitter love to accept the waking body, saying now in a changed voice as the man yawns and rises, bring them down from their ruddy gallows. Let there be clean linen for the backs of thieves. Let lovers go fresh and sweet to be undone And the heaviest nuns walk in a pure floating of dark habits, keeping their difficult balance. Wilbur's poem, I think, beautifully expresses the whole reality of our experience at Wyoming Catholic College. For so many of us, the beginning of freshman year was like that initial vision of angels in the morning air we experienced a sort of complete enchantment of the world. Beauty blazing in every corner, every earthly thing alive with dancing spirits. And yet, for each of us at different times, that pure idealistic vision of the world and its magic was shattered. The linen fell still and the angels stopped dancing. For some, this moment was during the suffering and isolation of the COVID-19 semester, when the second half of their freshman year and many of their friendships were taken from them. And yet, they stayed. For others, it came during a particularly difficult relationship or breakup, when they learned how terribly real love is and how terribly broken humans are. And yet, they stayed. For others, it came at some point of crisis in the curriculum when they reached an intellectual breaking point and came face to face with the failures and shortcomings of their own minds. And yet, they stayed. We are all less idealistic than we were four years ago. And yet we stayed. Why? I think we all stayed, ultimately, because through all of our various hardships and trials, we were each graced with a unique moment of clarity when we saw that there was something here at this college and indeed something in reality itself that is more than angels and empty laundry, something worthy of our love, whether it is enchanted or broken or both. Those moments of vision have developed in each of us our unique color and helped us find our place in the mosaic of our class. They place us in front of the light to help others know what we have seen. They have become moments of conversion that we can point to and say, that made me what I am. We have been learning to live since those moments of vision and that habit of bitter love, which alone, as Wilbur says, can unite the idealistic soul and the base body into one whole man, capable of authentic human action in the world. This kind of love is truly a delicate balance. We have learned to walk the thin line of the real poetry inherent in the world without falling into either cynical despair and materialism or frothy idealistic romance. Our hearts have already been and will continue to be broken in ways great and small by the things of this world. But praise God for that breaking, for things that fall apart so that we can see them in the worthiness of what they are, for the ordinary, extraordinary vision of clean linen on a summer morning, and for this four-year lifetime that has taught us to be human, to look carefully at laundry, and to delight in the real. My friends, It has been an unimaginable blessing and an immeasurable joy to spend these years looking at the world through each of your eyes. I have learned more from you than I ever could have from books alone. I am amazed at each one of you. I am astonished at what we have done in this college and in each other's hearts. We have known what is broken and we are in love with what lies beyond. If, this, if the goal of this education is for us to become what we are, I would call the class of 2023 a rousing success. And now, love is calling each one of us. Complicated, broken, healing, weeping, laughing, distinct, and yet really united to those around us, to the things of this world. We are being called to taxes, rent payments, marriage, child rearing, consecrated life, career building, and a slow, arduous labor of holiness. Our task is to let the purified light of our vision, tinged with the hues that have surrounded us for years, wash over a world sorely in need of the brightness that we bear. So let us begin, today, tomorrow, and every ordinary day, in complexity and yet in honesty, to look at what lies in front of us with color and with life. That, my friends, is our gift. That is what we may cling to. God be with us.
0: (laughs) Even if college is a distant memory for you, You can still experience the joys of a Wyoming Catholic college education at our week-long adult program, the Wyoming School of Catholic Thought, this June 4th through 9th here in Lander, Wyoming. Our topic this year is, quote, the ancient and modern challenges of technology, close quote. Led by members of our faculty, we'll be discussing writers from Plato and Aristotle, to Moses and Francis Bacon, to Wendell Berry and Martin Heidegger to Jonathan Swift, and Mary Shelley, and there'll be plenty of time for conversations and to enjoy the Wyoming outdoors. For more information, visit our website, wyomingcatholic.edu. That's wyomingcatholic.edu, or use the link in the description of this podcast. For Wyoming Catholic College, this is Dr. Jim Tonkowich.